We sit glued to the TV set all night And every night Why go into the outside world at all? It's such a fright We got nothing better to do Than watch TV and have a couple of... Hello and welcome to TV Times 3, episode 251. On this episode, we've got some cancellation and renewal news, and we'll be discussing recent episodes of Jane the Virgin, The Flash, Arrow, The Hundred, and Blackish, plus a brief reality check and some listener feedback. You can find the full show notes with start times for each segment at tvtimes3.com slash 251. I'm Amory from mytakeontv.com. I'm Jason the TVholic from tvholic.com. And I'm Ray. And she's Ray. Hello, everybody. Hello. All right, Hello. jumping into the news. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Best transition ever. Absolutely. Um, in a surprising move, not because the show's good, but because it's a second season show, CBS has canceled the Millers effective immediately. Well, sort of. Yeah, another one of those, There's while it's in the second season, they're still going to do all 13 episodes that they... No, they're not. They're not? They're shooting one more and they're done. I thought that was going to be like the 13th, though. They weren't that far into production? No, they're shooting. They shoot like on a week basis. So they're like at, uh, so they're shooting like an eighth episode or ninth episode? Whatever has aired already. I think, no, they've only aired like three episodes. They aired on the 30th of October. Oh, yeah, that's right. They pushed everything back. So they didn't start that much earlier when they. They had a shoot. They must I guess have they're seen... going to air this week's episode, and then they're shooting on Tuesday, and they're going to air it the next week. because, um, the, And it was because the actors wanted to make sure the crew got paid, because the actors will get paid through their contract or whatever it is, but the crew doesn't. So they were all like, we're canceled, but let's shoot one more. I think that's uh, – I think they must have seen like what was coming, though, and it wasn't, it wasn't working because, I mean, they even swapped they it out of – They must have seen the... the show. Yeah, well, they swapped it out. <laughs> You know, it's, and stopped uh, putting it behind, you know, propping it right. up behind Big Bang Theory and decided to give a better show and one that actually gets some, you know, some notice uh, for the exactly. network on a, on, a, on a some positive level. Poor Sean Hayes, eh? I mean, not poor. <laughs> he was brought in. I don't know if he was brought in to, like, save it or whatever, but um, he didn't save this just like he didn't save the world. <laughs> yeah, he, he, yeah, he he couldn't save the world and not even – and then takes a step down and couldn't even save the Millers. And it wasn't like – the Millers isn't a show I dislike. I don't hate it, honestly. I, it was a show I was still watching and there were moments that were kind of funny. But it was just – I feel like the cast is so much better than the show was. The creator is so much better than the show was. It just doesn't make sense to me at all why it was a show that was made. Um, or maybe why it was a show that was renewed because I like – I don't, I don't know, but it was. Well, they left cause... it behind the Big Bang Theory all last season, and yeah. with the numbers that it was getting, they couldn't not like you couldn't cancel it when it was you know getting like thirteen million or fourteen million viewers or something like that. And I think it was smart to put Mom behind the Big Bang Theory because Mom is a quality show, you know, and they really should boost that. And yeah, a show that they might actually be able to garner some more viewers behind big bang Theory exactly and putting then, it behind big bang and in front of two and a half men and then move it and uh i don't think they have to move it now because the millers isn't coming back well yeah but i'm just saying it could be possible in the future to move it and it would 
transfer some those, yeah, newer exactly. audience that it, it might be able to build. So it's a huge, it was a big shock that came out at like nine o'clock Eastern on Friday night. And the big shock was because it doesn't happen to second season shows like this. Like they well, see, get, yeah, the especially that, that early into, you know, production and of the second season. Even if it was season. something that was going to shoot an air, like even if they, even if I'm wrong and they are doing 13 episodes, they were, they were picked up for a full season. They weren't picked up for 13 episodes. Yeah, I don't know what they were doing. It just seemed like they're. It felt like something a, was going on behind the scenes that, like, totally was just. I don't know, like something happened, and they were just like, "That's the final straw." <laughs> CBS doesn't. Want, they want to put all their money behind the McCarthys instead of the Millers, which. Whew. <laughs> Ray, were you a fan of the Millers? I forget. No. Okay. I mean, I wasn't not a fan. I'm not watching. Right. Exactly. It wasn't like it was a show that I hated. I won't say that. Um, I just completely understand why it would be canceled. I mean, I didn't find it funny when I watched, but. Right. Neither did CBS. Um, The CW has ordered, and this is great news, a 22nd cycle of America's Next Top Model, as well as new seasons of Penn & Teller Fool Us and Masters of Illusion. You guys, I literally tweeted on Friday night. I just cheered out loud with fist pump about the results of America's Next Top Model. Season 21, I'm still that into it, like, yes! Because this awful person, spoiler alert, I'll talk about it later, was kicked off. Um, yeah, so, I mean, they don't go anywhere except maybe Annalie Tipton and her show was canceled. So, I, but it's still exciting to watch the season because they're a bunch of crazy people. And I don't know the other two, but good for Dean Kane for still having a job because he hosts Masters of Illusion. Uh, that Fox has ordered six more episodes of the Mindy Project, bringing it to 21 for the season. Here's a case where it makes me think they saw what they have on the horizon for the spring. And we're like, yeah, we need to keep something going, even though Mindy's getting terrible ratings. <laughs> but whatever. I'm happy about it because I like it. Yeah, but at least creatively it's working, though. Like, yeah, it's doing, I agree with that. It's, It seems to have found something and actually have stuck with it for... Exactly. A significant period of time, so maybe they're they're interested to see what happens. You know if you know if it can you know garner anything over the plus. It's not like uh, anything else has really been exactly been working for them. So that's Fox. Um, TNT has canceled Franklin and Bash after four seasons, and Perception after three seasons. Perception hasn't aired the last batch of third episodes or third season episodes yet, have they? Or did they? I, 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 I don't, don't know. know. I lose track of... I know. Especially when they do... I remember having a conversation last year with uh, Eric McCormick, and I thought I was talking to him about the third season. <laughs> but apparently the second season was still airing. So I said something about it. He's like... And I didn't really say, like, third season or whatever, but he said the word second season, and I was like, oh, God. I have no idea how this is working. But obviously it wasn't. Yeah, they they because sometimes they play like the whole run of a show, and then sometimes they split things up. And yeah, uh, well, the thing about TNT is they're trying to go darker. They're trying to be like another FX now. Some of the stuff they have in the works is dark, and these shows just don't fit into that. I mean, to be fair, Major Crimes and Rizzoli and Isles don't either. But if they have one night of that show combination, I mean, that's where they get their – they make huge ratings off of those two shows, comparatively speaking. And Franklin and Bash really should have been on TBS anyways. Wait, what, Ray? I said the librarians, which they have coming up, isn't dark. 
But anyway, go I on. Don't... Well, that was ordered before Kevin Riley joined. True. And I don't know how long the librarians will last. Not that I'm saying it's going to be bad because I love Christian Kane. And actually, I love Rebecca Romaine and the librarians in general. And isn't it Dean Devlin, too? Yes. So, like, it has all these things that I love. So I'm hoping that they don't look at it and suddenly be like, we want to go in this cocaine cowboys world. But we'll see. Um, but yeah, Franklin Abash always should have been on TBS. Just because it was so lighthearted. But then again, there are other shows like Rizzoli Niles and, you know, other shows they've canceled. They've been lighter. So I don't know. I think it found a home on TNT, but it just wasn't going to survive. Um, it wasn't great this last season anyway. No, it wasn't. I agree. They they had a lot of you know cast turnover type things where they were always yeah. changing and adding somebody or somebody wasn't available or all of a sudden my mini arch nemesis was gone. That's Dana Dixon for everybody paying attention. She's a mini Gabrielle Union, so she's only my mini nemesis. Yeah, um, like the, all of, yeah, all of a sudden they you know just like people that were there all the time all of a sudden weren't there at all. I forgot something from Fox. Sorry to interrupt, but I just remembered it and I'll forget it if I don't say it out loud. So you think you can dance has been renewed for a twelfth season. And we'll be in the summer next year again. And it's going to be street dancers like hip hop and animators, 10 of them versus 10 stage dancers like the ballet and contemporary. They're still going to do different like things every week. So like hip hoppers are still going to do contemporary, etc. But every week, one stage, one street will be voted off. And then it'll come down to one stage, one street person and the finale. Anyway, uh, so that's Fox and TNT. That sounded like they're just going to grab somebody off the street to compete. <laughs> yep. You really look good. You want to compete? Yeah, that's what's going to happen. People from the stage and this guy from the streets. TV Land announced that season six will be the last for Hot in Cleveland. I I did try. I gave the show a try in like season one. But if you had told me they were in season six, I would have said, you're lying to me. But apparently they're in season six. That was another one too, though, that you never knew quite what. It always seemed to be on, and you know, you never quite knew if they were in a new season or an old season yeah. or where they were, or how many episodes was in a specific season. But quite a good, quite a good run actually for uh, yes. for that show. And not because I don't like it or didn't like it, I'm just surprised because it sounded like ratings weren't good last season. But then again, when I looked online, ratings were good, so I was proven incorrect. But Graceland has been renewed for a third season. I didn't watch really all of season two, but didn't Mike like, I mean, am I going to spoil it if I say what happened? Did you guys watch? I haven't watched. I still have like the. Do you have intentions to watch? Yeah, I still have like the second and half I won't of the say season anything. on the, on the DVR. You are but correct was... though, Amory. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So Ray knows what I'm talking about and she's as confused as I. Okay. You, so anyway, Graceland will be back for a third season. There you have it. But you know, um, they're, they're creative types. They Who are? They can come up with the ideas to fix problems between Related seasons. to this, does White uh, Collar, is White Collar any good this past season? I mean, this current season that's airing that's going to end soon? Yeah, I, I like it. But I I think uh, I think it works on the a tight six-episode ending where they yeah. just created one short story arc that's sort of like a final, you know, if you can do this, you get your freedom type of deal. Oh. And, mm. uh, just unrelated. I'm also... so disappointed, Amory. Well, oh. I don't know. I just don't want to, I don't really have the time to go back and really pay attention to it. So 
I just want to see if I'm really missing out. Sorry. I don't think I am. You are. Um, I'm not watching I'm... it for the record. But... Did you say you are? I said you aren't. Oh, I said like... I'm watching it for the record. <laughs> <laughs> you are missing out, but I'm not watching it. Well, I think if you've been watching it all along, to watch another six episodes is not. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't watched it since maybe season three. So... Well, then that would be that would be different. You would. Yes. Yes. So there's that. Prime time. Run it together. Here we go. Jane the Virgin, season one, episode five, chapter five. <gasps> Just happened. Uh, <laughs> Are you okay over there? It wasn't me. It was I don't me. think. Sorry. What'd you do? Oh, right. I, always... I caught them on something and they both keep flying <laughs> out of the air. <laughs> With apologies, everybody. That happens to me a lot, actually. Um, Overly excited about chapter five of Jane the Virgin. I really like this show, and I that would be a correct thing, actually. Actually, I really like all five shows we're talking about today. But anyway, um, spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! That might be why they made the list. Um, I just really like where the story's going. How she really did need her mom. How great of an actress she is. So many things. What do other people? I can't yeah. form words. I'm so excited. What are some? What are some I don't thoughts know. It's just a, it's just a great mix of ingredients that you kind of think wouldn't work, but yet just totally works. That you know the drama, the comedy, uh, the way that they unspool the the story, and you know finding out new things about people, and uh, you know and setting up other new things just each episode makes you go, how are they going to keep this up? And then the next episode keeps it up and you just, uh, I don't know, just completely drawn in. I mean, this whole, the whole bit about her trying to, you know, get to know her father and he's so, he's like so over the top and, and like not sure what to do. That picture. Oh my God. What he, oh, my God, I laughed so hard when he held that up. So amazing. Just her face on a baby. Oh, my God. But just the and whole just thing that, he had, his, he, that he had his production, the TV production company, produce his first meeting. With, yes. With his... And the long walk down the steps that took forever. <laughs> it's just so funny. Like, And they do drama so well, too. It feels dramatic when it needs to. It feels funny when it needs to. I just, I really, I really, and it does feel, you know, they're telling a story, which like telenovelas, I really love the voiceover guy who's like, oh, did I forget to mention? Because that's like, (laughs) in a way, it's like how I tell stories. Oh, by the way, remember this happened? Oh, did I forget to mention? Just some of the captions and some of the voiceovers are so funny. Well, one of the best things on this episode was they always have... You know, they talk in English to the grandmother and the grandmother talks in Spanish and then you see the subtitles. But then when they had the, the conversation between the two guys and then you got the subtitles of what they were actually saying, yeah. that was hilarious. That was like a perfect use of of of, of stuff on screen, the, the way they the way they do the stuff on the show. The when when the captions come on the screen and then you know, like the the voiceover guy like changes his changes what he was saying it like deletes and then <laughs> types out the new thing. I don't know, just everything about this show is working. 
And I even like that there, you know, I like the central triangle. I really don't know where it's going to go. I don't know who is going to be the better choice for Jane. I don't. And I like that because it's not like, I don't know, it's not plastered in front of us who we're supposed to root for. Yeah, because because neither of them are like... Bad guys? Well, neither of them are like just like, you know, 100% perfect. Right. And and neither of them are, you know, like the total ass, you know, or just, you know, complete, you know, idiots that you wouldn't, you wouldn't see them together at, at any rate. So I think they've done a really good job of... I think they've done a really good job with that of everything is even like Petra is not, you know, she's not just like a, a scene chewing, you know, bad guy on the show you right. know, type of thing. That's just completely evil. You've a lot seen of that, her motivation is from her evil mother. Yeah, well, that and she's also stuck in some situation. Uh, there was that uh, secret meeting in the car right. you know, from a previous episode. So it's like she has some you know, other problems that she's, uh, you know, that she's dealing with too. So they, they give everybody, they also, they all sort of feel (laughs) in a show that's sort of this kind of out there, they all sort of feel like realistic in, in their characterizations where you're just, you know, nobody is just like one thing they've developed them in just five episodes. They've developed the characters really well. Right. Right. I agree. <laughs> this, uh, <laughs> the funny thing about this show is like every time I tell people when they ask me, well, what are you watching? And I try to explain that I love this show called Jane the Virgin. And then they want to know what it's about. <laughs> and as I'm explaining it, I'm like, it doesn't sound that good. I know. <laughs> like it sounds bad, right? Like It is so hard to explain and make yeah. it sound as good as it is. And then you try to explain why, like, no, no. I mean, it's not a realistic situation, but they made it as realistic. So, like, you could actually believe that maybe it happened. <laughs> like, I know it sounds like, oh, no, I'll never believe that. But, yes. Right. So, and, and it happens with every part of it that I'm explaining to somebody. No, no, trust me. They did it well. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it is basically a telenovela, but it's not like. <laughs> so, um I think the show is doing really well at that. But also I really like how they, Jason kind of mentioned it, but I like how they use on, um, on screen stuff so that you can't just watch the show from the other room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you could, yeah. but you would miss a lot of what's really funny or what's pertinent about the show because you, there's so much stuff happening on screen that you have to see as much as there is happening um, you know what I mean? That they're saying and they're acting. Um, and I really like that. Like, I like the use of the texting and we don't actually get any conversation. It's all happening in the text. And, um, you might be a little confused about things that are happening if you weren't paying attention to when they were texting (laughs) or like he said, the conversation between the guys where the actual conversation is happening, happening in a, whatchamacallit's on the screen. Right. subtitles on screen it's not actually what they're saying it's like the, the tech you know what i mean what they're saying to each other on the screen it's kind of boring i mean not on the screen but you know what i'm saying like out loud um just typical stuff but when they're speaking in the captions um it's pretty hilarious so 
Yeah, I just, I I just I, I've never even thought about how hard it is to explain because nobody's really asked me about it, which is a sad state of affairs because the show is really good and deserves viewers. And I just want everybody to watch it because just forget all pretenses and just watch. I think you'll really, really, really be pleasantly surprised. Yeah, it it is so one of those shows that you definitely, it's like you have to watch to get it. Like it's, it's it's just so hard to explain without sounding as stupid as like it sounds, you know, until you actually see it. I think the good thing is that they pretty much captured it right from the beginning. So you can watch one episode and know whether you're going to like what they're doing. with That's exactly it. I mean, you don't know all the characters as well in the first episode, but you know what I mean? Like you, you can kind of see the tone is there. Um, the chemistry between the characters is there, actually. So um, I think you can watch the one episode and kind of get a feel for it. So that's the only good thing. And when I'm trying to explain it to him, I'm like, could you just please watch the first? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, I know it doesn't sound as good as you. it should be based on the fact that I love it. But I promise you. Yes. So, so Jane the Virgin, we all love it. I can't wait to see more. The Flash, Season 1, Episode 5, Plastique. I was surprised to see her die. I don't know why, but I was surprised. It's a it's comic booky. so did she die or did she explode and become something else? Oh, who knows? She's like all the stars now. The stars are Plastique. <laughs> or, you know, this, that was just uh, uh, her transformation. You never know. It could happen on a show like this. But the thing I liked about it was that... Granted, it's only a few episodes in, but it was nice for them to find, you know, come across somebody that ended up with some abilities that wasn't, that didn't all of a sudden become like a, a super criminal, like with, you know, that uh, was trying to figure out just how, like how to, you know, just how to live her life without, mm-hmm. you know, accidentally blowing people up. One thing to comment. Much like how Oliver's voice is barely covered up on the arrow when he talks on Arrow when he talks like all dark and gravelly. It definitely still sounds like Barry when he makes his vocal cords go faster. So there's no way Iris won't realize that, is there? I don't know. It sounded different enough to me. I don't know. I thought it sounded just like Grant Gustin. (laughs) So so maybe it's just because I knew it was him, but... Well, it, it is his voice they just put it through some vocal stuff to change it so it doesn't sound totally like it but one can only hope that she discovers quickly because that is boring yes <laughs> sorry yeah but at least they gave her a, a little bit of uh okay a believable motivation for why she would all of a sudden be interested in this although not so much why she would necessarily conti- want to continue on after barry asked her not to because he's decided to put that all away. Uh, but uh, at least her initial motivation for why she was interested in something like this uh, was at least gave her something besides just being on the show. So maybe it's a start of uh, of, of growing that character a little bit. What else happened in this episode? Sorry. I mean, I, yeah, I could be done with her. I could be done with that cop partner. I could be done with that whole thing. I just want to see Barry fight evil. <laughs> just want to see Barry die. and learn what Doctor Wells' intentions are, and maybe see Clancy M. F. Brown coming back because I love him. 
but I don't care about any of like I like Joe and I like him being involved in the story, but I don't care about anything else. Like on the cop side of things. And the daughter. I don't care about it. And I don't it doesn't make me like the show less or anything. I like it enough that I'm still like on board. I just less of that, more of Barry being adorable. Know what I mean? Maybe. <laughs> so that's the flash. I mean we don't really have much more to say about it except Well, I think it's doing pretty well i like like i said i like that they did you know sort of somebody that uh got powers that you know didn't want to uh you know didn't necessarily want to use them to save everybody like uh barry did although she, like she said <laughs> i i make stuff blow up like how uh how exactly would that be uh, helpful but what was the thing in the cage gorilla grod what is that uh, some it's something from the comic book. Oh, okay. It's a, uh, you know, it's part of some experiments that they were doing. Uh, we saw in the pilot that the cage is broken, so. Oh, I didn't even. Grod that. is, Grod is out there somewhere, and this sort of brought that back in that they, it was part of something they were doing in the past. Uh, I like that. Gorilla they Grod that... is a hyper intelligent telepathic gorilla with the power to control the minds of others. There you go. Okay. It's, okay. It's, it's definitely something from the the comic books, but I I like how they've continued to, con, you continue to see that uh, Wells is not <laughs> like you're you're still not quite sure like how bad he is, but yet you know because he like sends her off, you know talks her into going after the uh, and and killing the military people that are after her, uh, and and she buys into it. But that guy wasn't exactly a great guy, like, you know, type of thing. So you're still, like, not quite sure how much is he doing this to, you know, protect Barry? How much is he doing this to protect himself? Right. Uh, to protect or, or or how much is how much of what he's doing is because of what he knows in the future and he's trying to help make that come about? I don't know. It, they've. They're dropping enough stuff there to make that interesting, but not, you know, but not so slow that you're just like, come on already. Oh. <laughs> For you, maybe. <laughs> I'm a little <laughs> bored with the show, if I'm being honest with you guys. And that's why you're here, right? <laughs> to be honest. Well, I am being honest then. <laughs> I'm a little bored. I'm not, um, I don't dislike it. I'm not giving up on it by any means, but. Uh-huh. Um, uh, I don't know if it's just I'm not as interested in the week-to-week cases that they're doing right now. If it's, I don't know what it is. I haven't quite figured it out. But the show is brand new, so you know, like if I feel like I would give them time anyway to kind of figure out like the formula that they want to do for you know what I mean. I don't feel like they know that quite yet. So yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see the Flash. That was a lot angrier than it needed to be. Because we don't hate it. We're still watching it. We just need to speed things up. Um, so to speak. Anyway. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> oh, and now he walks on water. Anyway, sorry. I don't want to start the whole thing. Um, moving on to Arrow. He's like Jesus. He is like Jesus. He walks up walls and runs on water. Uh, Arrow, season three, episode six, guilty. I have one big concern. So he didn't do it. He didn't kill Sarah, right? Why did Felicity find, she's like, 
I did an autopsy and all of it points to him or whatever. Like she said, like she basically was like, yeah, it was Roy. Well, she said that it, what she found could fit. She with found what blood he's... evidence. Like she found his DNA. And I thought she found traces of Miraku. Whatever. She was Didn't saying she found him. traces of his DNA. I thought, and I was like, I thought it was more that the, the angle of the wounds and how it happened made sense with the story that he was. No, she's like, I found other forensic evidence. She definitely said those words. So did, did he not? I don't know. I just, that was a plot point that bothered me because A, they would never make Roy the killer of Sarah. You never, that's, no. Especially if they're going to like build him as like Arsenal. He's officially Arsenal, right? <laughs> so I, hmm, that just bothered me. And I do like that they're bringing Wildcat in though. He's a substantial member of DC comic. I just, I have that trouble with Arrow where I really like it, but also don't. I just, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Oh, man. I like how you started the podcast saying you like everything we're talking about. No, and I do. And I do. And then when you start talking about it. (laughs) In the case of Flash, it's... I said I liked it, and I love Jane the Virgin, and Arrow is that I liked, but I also don't. But it's been that way with me and Arrow. Like, I don't necessarily think anybody's a great actor. I don't necessarily think anything is great chemistry-wise. I am in the minority. I realize that. But I also still find myself enjoying it when I watch it. Like, I don't know how to explain the two very disparate, disparate feelings, but they exist. I think they do a lot of things so well that it could, you know... That if you're enjoying the action sequences and and uh, you know some of that stuff, it may cover up some of the things that uh, you know may bother you some. But I don't know. I I really liked I really liked the show. I it feels like they're although this may just be like sort of looking ahead. It seems like they're bringing Laurel along too quickly. Not according to the comic books. I think just logically, perhaps. Like, well, I mean, it's slowly over the course of the series, but uh, and she did have some. We've seen that she has, she does have, uh, you know, self de- self defense training and stuff like that. We've seen her take down some people before, and so this new training is like on top of that. But it just seems like I guess I'm just sort of foreshadowing that that since they put out photos of her in the costume that are only a few episodes away. Uh, it just, I don't know. It just seemed time-wise. I don't know. It just seemed kind of quick, but. Uh... Well, we're not there yet. They released it way too early. They did release the image way too early. Cause I think it's still like seven episodes away. Still makes me mad. Um, <laughs> people put those kind of things behind cuts, please. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> It's not like I don't know that she's going to be that person. I just prefer not to see those promo images before it happens on the show. Exactly. Like, yeah, I know. Like you said, like I said, it's making me think about things that (laughs) like about the show that really aren't even, I mean, they're sort of starting to happen, but they don't actually happen for a bit. And I certainly don't think she's going to be as skilled as Katie Lott's Sarah was like, she's going (laughs) to, It's well, only funny in so many know. ways. <laughs> in so many ways. Because they could have an act off and 
<sighs> it would kill us all. <laughs> but I, I mean that I don't think that I don't think she's gonna be as good a fighter as the you know the original Black Canary was or whatever. I would hope not. Yeah, I guess I guess we'll see. Like, hopefully, her second outing goes a little better than the the right. one that prompted her going <laughs> to get some training. I mean, right. to be fair, Roy is probably there way quicker than he should be too. So, <laughs> right. I mean, and so is Oliver. If we really look at Oliver's history, so. <laughs> Oliver is like a superhero, like superhuman, whatever. And he only had five years to get there. So, right. He little. knows everything. He knows how to. You know, he's got this um, handy candle that makes well, you meditate. <laughs> Well, the the speaking of being speedy, the the sister sort of be, you know, like uh, just a few months away with dad, and oh yeah, she, she's pretty good. She's with gonna it. be in her jeans. It must be. She's a hero. Well, she's a villain. She got Oliver for a brother, and she got what's his face for a dad. So you know <laughs> exactly. She just knows. Um, just so I guess. But I guess. All- it- Here's yeah. the thing. I guess if, if that was all you did honest, for like eight months. If that's all you do, like I say that if all you do is play the piano for like a year, every day, all day, you'll probably be a piano, like a really good piano player because it's what you focus your energy on. So I understand that oh, yeah, they were, I'm going to play the piano all day, every day, just to, yeah, to <laughs> prove to myself that I'm right. Um, <laughs> because the timeline doesn't bother me at all with how fast everybody's, picked up everything it doesn't bother me really either like i tend to hand wave that stuff it's a comic book show yeah Um, yeah yeah. (laughs) i love this show but i'm also a little i don't know i feel like there's a little bit of a disconnect this season i don't know if disconnect is the right word um and maybe that's because i watched the other two seasons so quickly one episode right after another (laughs) that's how i mean maybe that's the way i am too because i did the exact same thing so, like, I feel like I, in those, it felt like there was a little more consistency to the story there. Right. Um, that I'm not feeling this season. But, and also, like I said, could be because I watched it like that. So, I saw them quickly. So, yeah. I quickly saw where they were going with things. Whereas this time I'm having to wait every week. It's like torture, yes. you guys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Plus, you don't have the, when you watch it that way, when you marathon something, you don't have the week to think about stuff between to, over, to overanalyze how long it's taken or, or yeah to think about each episode yeah, and where they're going like, or... yeah there was dna evidence when it wasn't roy oh my god and is he gonna tell someone soon he just told roy he didn't tell anybody else like he should have said to everybody else here's what i want roy to find out for himself he didn't do it i saw him killed like <sighs> and if it all it takes is a red candle to meditate and then you'll find secrets from your past that happened hours ago four months ago i'm gonna start just lighting red candles and just breathing in and out twice and then boom i'm gonna be meditating and then i'm gonna figure out where my hair straightener is oh my god speaking of speeding things up they definitely speed speed sped up the uh the sort of meditative state (laughs) you can't get to a meditative state with two deep breaths Oh, well, Amory, it if depends you practice on every day. <laughs> if you practice every day, it depends on uh, what kind of candle that is. You don't know what they're breathing in deeply. They're probably breathing in some kind of drug. Yes, I would assume that that would be my absolute assumption. There's some kind of memory drug out there that we don't have. It's a special candle. 
<laughs> built into the candle. <laughs> we can find one of those, Amory. We can ship it to you. Yeah, you can sit down on your floor, and you will find my find your hair two deep breaths, and you will <laughs> <laughs> two deep breaths, and it'll come to me. Very nice bringing back of the hair straightener. Thank you, thank you. I knew it would come up. So it sounds like all we're right. all like still on board with Arrow. We're not writing it off. There's just like you said, there's little things now that we're picking at because yeah. we have the time to really sit and think about it. Yeah, it went from. We're talking about five shows I love too. No, here's all the problems with the show. By the way, I I really do love Felicity and Superman. That's it. Sorry. I do too. I think she has much more chemistry with him than she does with Oliver. I don't necessarily agree with that. And coming from me, who (laughs) thinks that Brandon Routh is the most boring person on the planet, that's saying something. Well, I just think Mm -hmm. they they do well. They play well off of each other. They. You know, in the sort of they can write them in sort of speaking the same language, right? A type of thing that they they know what you know the others are talking about. Yeah, and, and so with that, I think that's where some of the chemistry does is they are able to write them a little bit differently, a little bit more, you know, playful or a little bit more of a comic bent uh, on both sides instead of just on the Felicity side with her and right. everybody else. <laughs> and right. so I think that's where that. Uh, uh, that works, but yeah, I, I, it's one of my it's one of my favorite shows. It's it's one of the shows that uh, you know I I watched that night. You know, it doesn't uh, it doesn't last on the DVR. Pa- like you know, I usually start like a few minutes in and just start watching. I haven't been home Wednesday nights, so my Wednesday nights have been ABC comedies first, then sleep, then Arrow on Saturdays. But it's not because it's not like castle where i never want to get caught up i do want to get caught up i just don't have the time um like i'm not going to stay up just to not sleep because of it so i will stay up and not sleep because of the middle and blackish until there's no more the middle and blackish and that's the last show on the list and we'll see if amber still really likes it by the time we get listen (laughs) i haven't said i hate any of these shows and i don't hate any of these shows i actually enjoy them but there are issues yeah, I know. I think anyway. that's the that's the thing is uh, sometimes when you're talking about a show is is you is you can fawn all over it, but then there's also things that bother you, and you yes. you kind of tend to talk about those things because you're just like, I love the show, and if this was fixed, it would be like so much better. But yeah, yes, the hunt. Okay, here's a show I'm not going to have anything bad to say about the hundred season two episode four. Many happy returns. I could literally every time the hundred airs. Just tweet, guys, I just love the hundred. Like, I say it all the time. I love it. I love that they just kill people off. They let their lead character get muddied and shot by her own people. Spoiler alert. I mean, that happened in the episode. I just, I just love it. Speaking of, can we just talk about how horrible the people from the Ark are? Can they just go away? Can they go back to the Ark? Oh, the worst. That blonde. I mean, Ugh. I just, I mean, I got, as soon as I saw them coming up on the camp and they were yeah. all muddy, I was like, oh, you guys are so screwed because they don't know. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> However, yeah, these just people a bit like earlier. shoot first and ask questions later. I'm like, really? This is the, I don't understand how you, no wonder you guys can't survive anywhere. Right. Yeah. Like they, they, they could have shot, you know, the other party that had gone out. You know, maybe it could have been them returning. 
Uh, you know, you. <laughs> well, I think the whole thing was that they were they were muddy, like exactly like Anya made them kind of just like they would be if they were yeah. grounders. So that was the whole point of it. Looked like they were actually grounders. I got why they did it. I just think to myself, okay, this doesn't seem like you guys are not very smart. And I just don't understand. In every aspect and way, when you come down, you're not very smart. Now, of course, I'm sure we're supposed to think also about the fact that they had just sent that thing up in the air. So in their heads, they were thinking grounders were coming anyway. Right. Um, but still, I find them to be horrible, awful, and I want them to go away. <laughs> yeah, I think that that's some of the major conflict will be between themselves. Like, well, between well, some of it between themselves, but between the kids that were already here for a while, that's what and I mean. and now the the you know the more of the adults coming down, but not having the you know near the experience that that they've had previously, and then but then also continuing to try and live it with rules that somewhat made sense in right. a you know the enclosed and confined space that you had on the arc but now don't necessarily make sense and so i think some of that you know that back and forth will be you know could be interesting to see what they do with that uh, as well i was disappointed that they killed off anya me too although i partially just because i like i like that actress so <laughs> but i it was also like you could that was one of the things it's like you could see like all that gets set up uh or she had finally got Anya to come around like we need right. to work together and then but I don't know there's just so much about this show uh from the new opening credit sequence to I fast forward through it no offense but I just the just but that sets uh compared to where it was last season and you know it I don't know the whole show seems to have like upped its game a bit I don't know. I just uh, am... from a game that was already upped, like that, <laughs> the ante was already high, and I they haven't let me down yet. Yeah, with the, all the new things that they've added in these other. I would agree with that. These other areas, the you know, finding out what the people in Mount, how the people in Mount Weather have been surviving. It's uh, a little odd to me that there are so many survivors. <laughs> Not, I don't know that it's odd. Um, I guess just because we were kind of taking the word of the people on the arc i think and it's it's a little i don't know what the right word is to say but um like to realize all of a sudden oh they didn't really know as much as they thought they knew up there on the arc because <laughs> there's a hell of a lot of people down here on earth still existing right. i mean yeah. nothing obviously compared to what there was on earth by any means but enough obviously agreed i, I really like, like but sorry no, I did ahead. like the return of the horn about the fog only because I was just complaining to Amory last week or the week before, not complaining, but saying that I felt like the people who came down on the arc had it easy because they hadn't yet understood the lessons of the fog and things like that, where they had to actually worry about things in the environment that had been changed by everything that happened. Right. Um, and even though we didn't actually get fog because it was a false alarm or whatever, she did it to purposely distract them. Um, I still liked the return of it because I was like, oh, look, the fog. And then it didn't. Right. <laughs> right. But at least it, it acknowledged that they haven't forgotten <laughs> that the fog is a factor. Yeah. Well, the the at least this group of people, the, you know, the one 
sort of surviving section of the arc uh, that we you know know of so far they haven't really ventured out you know much they're they're really relying on the few things that they've you know that they've heard from you know like raven and bellamy and stuff when they had them and 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 the, and the you know whatever a little bit that they've learned when they did have some communication beforehand but they haven't really you know ventured out <laughs> much I just I think it'll change when I hope it'll change when Clark and Abby are reunited because I feel like Abby will listen to her daughter. What just happened? I don't know. What do you mean? I just heard Skype noises and I don't know what it meant. Like I thought maybe someone hung up. Anyway, (laughs) Um, I'm still here. (laughs) Okay, just checking. Uh, I really like that they introduced this new guy who I like. I don't. I just like that actor. I don't know his name, but I've seen him in many things, and I I like him. Um, For Raven, I just like that interaction and how um, she's adjusting to having the bum leg. And I just, you know, Raven could have just been someone that was a romantic problem for Clark, and they made her so much different. That's like another reason I love the show. They made her something that she she's not what she could have been, and. Like, there's just this stupid person coming in to get between Clark and, and Finn. But, you know, they don't even do that anymore. They're not even really focusing on that too much. Sure, he killed that guy because he had Clark's watch, whatever. And maybe Finn's going a little crazy, sure. Um, but I just like how they write maybe. everybody. And, well, I'm sure. Um, well, I like that, that Finn is basically becoming Bellamy as Bellamy has become. Not, yeah. that, not that they're switching, but, like, Bellamy has actually learned his lessons from Clark. And yes. now Finn is like, because Clark is not around, he's kind of regressing into something else. So um, that Clark will not like when she finally is yes. reuni- reunited. Right. So. Yeah, yeah, sort of the by any means necessary. Uh, yeah. yeah, so much so that like when he, that's where you were, you know, even though he had shot the guy, you're like, that was, that was definitely going pretty far. But then when they come across somebody of their own, you know, and he wants to from the arc, and he's just like, "We'll come back. We, right. We've got to, we've got to keep going." That was you're just like, "Okay, he's he's definitely on a one. He's got a, a single track mind, and he's." Which, to a certain degree, I understand because he wants to, you know, he wants to take care of whatever is happening. I just, I don't know. I really like Bellamy. I really like Clark. I uh, really like Finn. Um, even though he's crazy, maybe more so now that he's crazy. I liked the story with Jaha. I liked that his introduction was pretty, he had a different introduction to like the grounders and there's this whole other world that aren't the grounders, that aren't the reapers, that aren't Mount Weather. It's the, what do they call it? The Deadlands or the dead zone or whatever they called it. thought that was interesting. But that's who the, not the not those people who were outcasts, but that group of people that they were talking about is who, what's his face talked about before, right? Um, what's his name? The grounder that is Lincoln. Yeah. What did he talk Lincoln about before? Talked about, did he call him the general? He called him something. Yeah, you was, had to get to somebody. Yeah. There, he, he had already talked about some other group. Yeah. But it wasn't. I was trying to figure out, no, not them then. I, I, but I was I wondering think... if it was them or not. Yeah, because I don't think he was when he was referring to that. He wasn't talking about uh, the Mount Weather people. I think no, he, he was, definitely wasn't talking he about was, Mount Weather. He, he was talking about a different group, and so I think that's where Jaha's landed. Is 
as part of that group, which is, uh, you know, the grounders were not, <laughs> you know, they were sort of scared of even uh, in a, in a different light than. Which makes sense if they have like horses and things like, you know what I mean? Like they have resources, obviously. Yeah. The, I thought it was funny that so many people online thought I was kids, I guess, teenagers thought that the guy had killed Jaha like in that. I'm like, no, he knocked him out. You crazies. Like, I, right. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty clear to me that he just knocked him out. He didn't kill him. Yeah, like, that, would, like, that would be the end of his story. Like, would that go, would be a little silly. They would have gone through all of this, launching him out a missile and, and everything <laughs> just to have him killed off in the distance by a guy on horseback. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I thought it was funny. Cause they literally, that is literally what they said. I can't believe we got this whole story and now he's dead. I'm like, really? <laughs> Listen to yourself. Of course we didn't get that whole story and now he's dead. <laughs> Anyway, um, I like that they're trying to, um, I guess the word is redeem. Uh, what's his name? Murphy. But that guy needs to clean his face. His eyes are so buggy. I can't even deal. <laughs> Richard Arman needs to clean his face. Um, I just, I like that they're doing that. They're kind of proving that like, yeah, he was kind of a bad guy, but we're seeing now Finn be kind of a bad guy and Bellamy was not far behind. and. So I like that they are trying to help. He's trying to redeem himself. They're trying to redeem himself. All that kind of thing. Well, it's kind of funny because you just don't ever know for sure with him either. I mean, I think <laughs> it's just trying to show that there are many sides to people, that there is no clear cut. And situationally, like he kind of said, if you would have got captured and and tortured for days, right. you probably would have given up the camp too. Exactly. How do they expect to get back to Mount Weather? Like, does are they just going to walk out into the and find it? What are you talking about? Well, like, they know where it is. Just how? Well, that's like, well, there was signs and everything. Well, there. that's where they were trying to land them in the first place. Was near there. Oh, I don't remember and that. That's from the, the first yeah, episode. Like, they, that was where they were trying to get to. Correct. And I remember so, they. I think they, they have an. They have that enough. Swung across the thing and found the sign that said Mount Weather on it, and then he got shot by a grounder. Oh, maybe I don't remember that. I remember him getting shot. I just don't remember all the little things like that. Yeah, like originally they the whole thing was there was supposed to be a stash of supplies at Mount Weather that they had locked up and put up at Mount Weather so that when oh right because everybody was dead exactly. Yeah, because no one on Earth. That, yeah, that that was what they figured was their best, you know, or most likely. From what they knew, you know, most likely. Uh, I don't even think it was most likely. I think that was the plan for well, yeah. the Ark. I mean, the, if there hadn't been problems with the landing, they were supposed to land right near there instead of right. miles away. Uh, so I, they'll be able to, you know, to find it. But, you know, that that should make for some, uh, you know, some interesting stuff because you you, like you come to realize. And just see that everybody is right within like a less than a mile of each other. <laughs> they run around the forest so much that they don't realize how close they are. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, that, that, uh, that, that Anya and Clark may have walked right by Finn and the rest of the group at some yeah, point. <laughs> exactly. How did they survive jumping out of that waterfall? Uh, because in the TV and movies, you can fall from any distance into water and survive. Yes, that's true. Even um, though... Even though from, you know, more than, more than a, you know, maybe 
I feel like they should start like not showing the shot like it's so high. Like, yeah, like, like make it believable. Make it like, like twenty stories, not like what you showed that looked like it was hundreds of feet. Like, come on. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe the dam is a little should be like a little smaller. It did look uh, quite, uh, yeah, quite large. But yeah, that's uh, I don't know. That's a that's a TV thing that uh, you know people jump out of buildings into pools and survive and stuff. Yet, sure, sure. Yet they would. I guess legs. finding the dam would be a good clue as to where Mount Weather is too. By the way, <laughs> wait, what? If they if they could figure like out where... retracking and finding where the dam is, like following the water to the dam would give you a right. clue as to where. Right. I'm gonna assume that's how Mount Weather is getting their electricity. Anyway, I just think there's so many ways it could go, and I love what it's doing so far, and I love it. I love the show. No complaints from me. So that's the hundred. Yeah, I usually try and squeeze that one in too before I leave for work. You know, I watch, try and watch Arrow and the Hundred before I leave. They've uh, jumped up the list to be, you know, being at the top of the things I want to watch as soon as possible. Right. So that's the Hundred. Next up is Blackish. I got to find my email. Season one, episode seven: The Gift of Hunger. I really could talk about the show i talked i brought it up in the car today for no reason other than i just want people to be watching it was there somebody else in the car with you yes there was okay i was talking to two (laughs) people that i was driving to a visit with um it's just so funny well i was just wondering if you could talk about it so much that you were just randomly talking to yourself about it i wouldn't be surprised (laughs) i wouldn't put it past me let's say that because i just love it so much but it makes me laugh out loud it makes me just love these actors so much. <laughs> this this episode the fact that they didn't like the steak and how much it hurt him. Yeah. <laughs> like to be like, how can you not like this amazing where the steak looked like a show or whatever? Yeah, the, <laughs> from the the place that he used to love to go as a kid, and uh, nobody else was not even not even his wife was really was really into right. it. Who? Could she be funnier? No, she couldn't. She's amazing. I think this episode showed uh, exactly what we were talking about in the in the beginning of the show, where you know that first episode just sort of like whacked you over the head with some of the race storylines, and that this episode showed how they can just do a normal family type of comedy, but the race stuff comes up in interesting ways throughout the episode uh like when he goes in and he's talking to his daughter about you know you've been here <laughs> this long and now you're you know about the the stereotype of just taking breaks all the time or something and then it pans over and the other guy's like i'll get back to work yeah, yeah, sorry boss i'll get back amazing. to work that guy is hilarious or the whole bit about Bo not knowing the name of their mexican gardener did he say his name was? Oh, I don't remember, but it was hysterical. That, you know, Louise or something? Lou? <laughs> he, 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 no. His name is not a Mexican gardener name that she, she, she thought it she was. She kept saying... I know, that's what I'm saying. Jose. His name was... His, Jose his name yeah. was Eric. <laughs> right, right. It's so funny. <laughs> but that, you know, that type of stuff was... The way that they used those type of things was, was really good. Her doing the robot... <laughs> <laughs> Talking about you not being able to 
are, are are the you know you get a job you get a job everybody gets a job we're doing our oprah that was amazing. Yeah, that was there was so much great about this show in the in this one episode and then her wanting to impress the neighbor and well she's dressed up at like midnight and he's like what are you doing my favorite part though was like the final moment where she hands her back the casserole dish and nicole <laughs> Sullivan is just like, like I can't, I can't run with this. this. Like she's by herself. <laughs> and she's just like, um, this, I can't, this isn't a good, it was, and she's all by herself dealing with this. Hilarious. I, 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 and the I, fact I, that she borrows yeah. the car and she, try, oh my God, just hilarious. And I mean, people are watching it because it is getting good ratings. I just wanted to keep getting good, good ratings so that it like always exists in my life. Oh no, because they keep, yeah, the they eight, the eight to ten hour. I'm not caught up on Nashville, though. I doubt Nashville's anything really amazing to write home about. But the eight o'clock to ten o'clock hour on uh, two hours on ABC, perfect combination of four comedies that I love and can't wait to catch up on. And this is the order I catch up on: The Millers, Blackish. No, not The Millers. I, was, <laughs> I lied. It wasn't The Millers. The Middle, then Blackish, then The Goldbergs, then Modern Family. That gives you a sense of, and the Millers, god damn it. The <laughs> middle is always first. Modern Family is always last. But the Goldbergs and Blackish, I could interchange because I love them both so much. But I mean, I think it's just important that I, that I point out how much I love it. And how, how I hope ABC realizes how perfect placement for this show has made it a hit. Well, I think, yeah, I think there's an, and there's enough people watching that if they keep producing episodes like this, if, this, you know, they seem yeah. to seven episodes in they, the last couple episodes, they seem to have really found the right mix. I did miss like a, um, a sentence from Lawrence Fishburne here and there. I did wonder where Pops was, um, but he's also used nicely and sparingly that I don't have like he's not overused, which is good. Yeah, you you could have you could have thought uh, that there definitely would have been a, a line about getting a job or something like right, that. Right, exactly. Pop. Like I had a job when I was four years old. <laughs> Here's something interesting. Mike and Molly's returning on December 8th. There's a bit okay. a piece of news, uh, just in case anybody cared. So that's prime time. Just loving it. We're loving it. I'm loving it. Is that what it is? McDonald's? Anyway, uh, time for a little bit of reality. It was at some time. I don't know if it still yeah, is. I think it is. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Dancing with the Stars. All right, this episode sponsored unofficially by McDonald's. If uh, only. If only. <laughs> Dancing with the Stars. I just think that, I think that... You do, stuck, do you? I got stuck in a loop. <laughs> I think that Alfonso Ribeiro's injury is being played up for viewers because the viewership is down. Uh, not that I don't want him to win because who doesn't love Carlton Banks? I just think that they're making more of it than they need to. That's all. And I don't understand why Sadie Robinson, Robertson, whatever her name is, is still there. I think she looks like I've said this a million times on our boxes to Jen and Ray. I think she looks like a giraffe when she dances. She's all arms and legs and a real long neck. She looks like a giraffe. Um, so that's Dancing with the Stars. Survivor. I did fast forward a little bit through Survivor this week because it was a little bit predictable and a little boring. Uh, but I was sad to see this week's castaway go, though it's nice that we're already at the jury pool part of it. So we get to my favorite, one of my favorite parts about Survivor 
is when we get to the point where there's jury because they come back looking all clean and fancy and then the people that are being voted out just look so horrible and I'm like oh screw you guys I got to take a shower and I think that's what they're thinking when they come back so that'll be nice and I really don't want anybody specifically to go home there's no one I really dislike now that the people that are gone are gone so I I'm enjoying the rest of the season because I don't care who wins in that I if any of them won it'd be great uh the amazing race was not on but if it was on I would have fast forwarded from top to bottom just to see who wins and then uh top chef top chef really 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 like Gregory I think he could win thank god Aaron is gone he was the worst and he was just recently arrested on domestic abuse charges so good decisions and America's Next Top Model. We already know how much I love America's Next Top Model. I talked about it at the top of the show, about how excited I am that it'll be back for a 22nd episode. Episode? I mean season. It'll be back for 22 episodes. Probably not. I'm glad that there's male models. I think they're great. And I think that they've added something new to the show. I'm glad Miss J is back. Uh, I like you, Sai. And this week, Chantel went home. She was the woman that was voted out, I guess kicked off. They don't vote. She got kicked off. And then she was brought back after doing all the photo shoots and her social media scores saved her. I don't really know how it works. All I know is that she was brought back and nobody liked her. She was real mean and she was really young and immature. And so she starts telling people that she slept with Keith, who's like 30 and she's 19, which that's fine. But who are they going to believe? This person they all hate or this person they really like? Um, or the person telling the truth, which in this case was Keith. So then she's like, I thought I was telling my friends. No, they all hate you. You were making up lies. Obviously, they were going to take it to Keith. And then I'm glad you cried, and I'm glad you got kicked off. Because I don't think you really wanted to win. I think you were too arrogant. This is directly to her. I don't think she's listening. But if she is, you were arrogant and annoying and not a great model. So that's my reality check. Alrighty, all righty, then. <laughs> Um, related to reality, moving on to listener feedback, because this is related to a reality comment. Beth Ann wrote, I just listened to episode 249, and I totally agree on Jason's take on the reality show on the menu. I watched a few episodes and lost interest as well. It was pretty boring to watch. But the business person in me felt the show was kind of unfair. The winner received prize money and the recipe on the menu, but then the restaurant got all of the profits from your dish. I think it would have been more interesting if they say got if they got say thirty percent of all the profits at the dish being sold at the restaurant. I agree, Bethann. I didn't watch the show, but if you're going to win and get your food on the menu, shouldn't you reap the benefits of that? Yeah, it's a that's an interesting idea. Like, an, <laughs> maybe they'll uh, maybe that'll be season two. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if it, I think if you're, it a... um, I think you're really lo- reaching. Yeah. I don't think it'll get us. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I haven't really seen much about the TNT world about the show. Uh, I I guess it's I although I guess it's suppose how well it's working for the restaurants involved, like right? Because they might say, "Let's do it again." If they're getting a boost uh, in revenue, you know, for the especially like the Saturday, you know, or for you know for a few days after an episode airs, yeah. getting more people into the restaurant uh, than. You know, maybe, you know, maybe something like that just because of the way the deal works, that it's, you know, it's it's sort of cost beneficial to to continue. So who knows what on on that level, what an, enough people is right. you know, to, to keep something like that 
But that would be an interesting thing. I, I forget like how much prize money you're actually getting. So, and I don't know how long the dish stays on the menu. Uh, I suppose it stays on the menu as long as people keep coming in and ordering yeah. it. <laughs> and if the if it turns out that people don't actually like it, uh, then it probably disappears uh, quite quickly. Uh, but that would be an interesting thing. Like if you also got some sort of uh, little piece of every dish that was sold. Right. Uh, but I'm not sure like how that would necessarily compare to the whatever, like $10,000 or whatever that they win. Who knows? So. I, don't, I don't know. So our other feedback comes from Ian Fultz commented on episode 250. I hated how Clara changed in her relationship with the doctor in this season and was relieved to see her go. But for both of them to lie, I'm trying to provide emphasis, but for both of them to lie to well, each other. Those words are capitalized, so. I know, I'm trying to give an emphasis. As they say goodbye was finally the nail in the coffin of this relationship. Looking forward to a companion who will have chemistry with Capaldi. Now, I'll say this. Has it been officially announced that she's not coming back? I know it's been officially announced that Capaldi is coming back. Because I read um, that today. It was announced a long time ago, I thought. Yeah, it was announced that... Uh... Well, I thought it was just rumors. I didn't know it was official that she wasn't signed on. Yeah, I think that she's not coming back, but it never. I never saw anything official of like when... Right. That actually takes place. Like, is it is it now? Is it the Christmas episode? Is Will it be sometime at the beginning of the next season? Spoiler, uh, she's in the Christmas episode. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, is that where... Is she? Is that yeah, where, they posted... Somebody posted... And I mean, like, Doctor Who official people posted something with her in screenshots or something. I don't remember. Oh. Yeah. It, but it was like, will that be I know Nick the Frost last episode? Or will, you know, she still be around into the next season? I think it is at some point she's not going to be the companion. So right, and relatively sooner than later. I'm interested to see what what companion they go with. What did you if two think of one. the uh, of the season? We talked about it on oh the podcast God. last week. I was utterly. Uh-huh. <laughs> it, uh... So you're saying it it wouldn't have made the list of your five favorite shows? <laughs> no, no. I don't think it would have made the list of my top 35 shows. <laughs> my top 95 shows. Well, I was I was trying to go for the top five shows to talk about on the podcast since you loved it or liked all the shows we were talking about. But Yeah, I mean, no, I w- no. Because all I can say anymore about it is like, what? Or like, that was terrible CGI. Or like, what? Like, that's my reaction <laughs> to the whole season. And Ray can attest to this because I've watched, we've confirmed, two episodes with her. And both of my responses both times were like, what? So I just think it was a failure on all accounts. How about you, Ray? Um, I came close to giving up the show this season. Ooh, so I think a, that's a big one. And I mean, I, w- I think I would have always come back after... Right. Really? Just because it would have been enough of a change maybe to, for me to give it another shot. I Don't get me wrong. I actually like Clara a lot. I'm with you. Um, for some reason, I don't like this combination of them. And I don't feel like it's because I don't like either of the characters. I feel like it's almost entirely because of the writing. Yeah. Um, I, agreed. <laughs> yeah, I've always sort of liked her. But I think what they did with the characters this season, it was just so up and down that I never could quite follow 
Like, what was... Did they like each other, hate each other? Was she quitting? Was she staying? Was Right. You know, and the the whiplash. It's very obvious that they were leading up to her leaving, to me. Whether it was going to yes. happen this soon or not, it felt very obvious that they were setting the stage for her to exit. Um, I was going to say something right. After. Yeah, <laughs> I was deciding whether I wanted stage right or stage left. Anyway, <laughs> and then I said neither. <laughs> However, I, you know what I mean? Like, I just didn't like any, I just, I don't know what it was, if it was because they're trying to go darker with him and it just wasn't working for me with, with her as the companion or I don't know. Something just didn't, I mean, just the retconning of how he felt about her was enough for me to not like the setup anyway, I guess. Um, though I didn't dislike it at that point. <laughs> Right. But I quickly got, I was bored with the episode. And I do feel, quite frankly, that Stephen Moffat does a lot of telling and not showing when it comes to his mysteries and things like that. Like, there's no intrigue. There's no trying to figure out what's going on because he just will, like, show one tiny scene that you, there's no way you could figure out the context of what was going on there. And then in the last two episodes, he'll just tell you everything that happened. He won't ever, like, There was no buildup and no, oh, I get it now. It was like, oh, right, that's what's going on? Because you wouldn't have known if he hadn't told you. So, And I don't really like that kind of storytelling. So I don't know if it's just that that felt more obvious this time around than when I really loved everybody and felt like they were gelling. You know what I mean? Like I really loved Matt Smith and I loved Amy and Rory. So I think even when I felt that way about the storylines then – I at least love the characters and how they interacted. And I do not love how this doctor interacts with Clara. So um, I don't know if it's that. I don't know what it's like all of those things combined. But I was forcing myself to watch the episodes. I mean, it was basically because there was nothing else on and I was not doing anything on a Saturday night. I'm so excited. Um, right. Is a Doctor Who default setting. Exactly. <laughs> I, didn't, I mean, it is also because I love the the show itself. So it's very hard for me to give it up. Like it's one of those shows that is very hard, but I came very close to the season. So that tells you how much I was not enjoying it. Right. Where I was just like, maybe I can just stop. (laughs) Maybe maybe I can. And the only thing getting me through it was I'm pretty sure she's leaving. Right. So I guess I'll continue to watch because I'll want to know what happened so that I, I'm starting with the, the history when we start fresh. Exactly. Because my, I, I really believe because I like him. I think that if there's a new companion, that I will probably end up enjoying him. Right. Um. So we'll see if that's true. It's still rumors, Amory, because apparently they just don't want to say either way. Um, however, she is set to star in the Christmas special. Okay. So we'll see Which what I happens. We'll see what happens as he gets a new companion. If he gets a new companion, what the new companion will be. Uh. So that's that's that. And thank you, Beth Ann and Ian, for your feedback. For your feedback. And uh, as always, you can drop us an email at feedback at tvtimes3.com or. Spell it all out. Oh my God, I haven't said that in so long. <laughs> or as Ian did, leave a comment on the show notes. Yes. You can find links to the news stories we talked about and our recommendations in the show notes at tvtimes3.com slash 251. Next week, Jason will be joined by my buddy Americ from TVEquals.com and Kyle from NoReruns.net. Uh, I haven't talked to him about 
The Mentalist coming back. That reminds me I'm going to have to. You guys are probably going to want to talk about The Mentalist. You should. Bring it up. Grandma? What? <laughs> what was Grandma? What? <laughs> Sorry. I accidentally hit the unmute, so it. Oh, that's hysterical! It's like all of a sudden I, I heard tried grandma. to mute it quickly before it said anything. No, I do that too sometimes, and I'm like, do they just? All of a sudden, I was like, there is the fourth voice on this phone call, and it just said grandmas, and it was creepy. But anyway, uh, the opening and closing music was provided by IODA Promonet. The song is "TV Party" from the Asylum Street Spankers from their Mercurial title, put out by Yellow Dog Records. And on that note, I'm going to make some chili. Because it's chilly here. I'm going to go out where it's cold and get some hot food. Nice. Ray, how's that heat treating you down there? Um, it's only 69 and it's oh. so it's oh. I mean, it's supposed to be like 50 tomorrow. Come on, it's going to be cold. Everybody's talking about how cold it's going to be. Did you it's pull out your, and how you're your jackets? Dress up in your warm outfits tomorrow. Ray, don't forget to wear your parka to work tomorrow. <laughs> yes. And it is supposed to drop into the 40s tomorrow night, so please. That is cold for Orlando. Yes. I will give you that. Yes, it's that's not cold for here. That's definitely scarf and uh, glove weather. It feels downright uh, tepid outside, and it's 45 right now. Because tomorrow <laughs> is going to be 20. Well, it's like 80 in my house, so. <laughs> well, and I still have sweatpants on. <laughs> Because I know it's supposed to get cold. <laughs> so there's there's a little intro or a little story. Yes. We actually talked about weather before we started recording, yeah. and, uh, and so now we brought it full circle. Well, it's and 49 degrees here, so that we here in Seattle. So now that we now have that we're full, all on the same page, now we, that have we've a, we have a full, checked in all over the world. We have a full weather well, report. <laughs> and there you have it. All right. Have a good night, everybody. All right. Bye. bye. We sit glued to the TV set all night. Why go into the outside world at all? It's such a fright. We got nothing better to do than watch TV and have a couple of brews. I'm ready to go. You guys ready? I got that all worked out. <laughs> now that you've got that. Uh... Yes. Are you sure? Yeah. Well, Are you going to randomly sure, bring up the hair? I'm sure that my hair straightener will come up later in the conversation. They'll so be, they'll, they'll be, uh... Just be ready for it. I looked behind my couch. Like, why would it be behind my couch? But I looked behind it. You right. probably put it away somewhere when you cleaned up your bedroom this weekend. No, I was kidding. Yeah. Well, no, I I have not seen it in weeks. <laughs> anyway. Okay. <laughs>